This episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast is brought to you by Firehall Coffee. Firehall Coffee, serving the best coffee in Vancouver. Now serving cold brew. And hello and welcome to the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Welcome back to episode 15 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. I'm Ryan. My name is Nathan Hare. And this is the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers, as you already know. Great to be back with you today. Uh, it's a rainy day here in Vancouver, which is a great day to head over to Firehall Coffee for some delicious medium roast, which Nathan and I have probably roasted. We roast a large majority of, of the beans Most there in the, the back. Yeah, yeah the Most good ones. The good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes and when I'm scooping them out into the bags, I like to put a little initial on the bag. Yes. That way yes. people kind of know in the community. N-H. N-H. All right. Well, we are uh, today, we were supposed to talk to Agent Nick, our friend who's closely connected to the film industry with an uncle working as an agent uh but nick's not answering his phone right now so we're just going to move on anyway and talk about contracts today today's theme um but i guess before we do that nathan have you seen any good movies lately um uh, movies yeah movies yeah i have not myself um i've been reading a lot Really? Yeah, reading. Books? Books on my Kindle. So, yes, I'm reading books, but not physical books. That's true. And that's something that I always wonder. I'm like, do you, if you're reading on, I have a Kindle too. I've actually gone through three Kindles. Whoa. Because I keep. Practically uh, disposable. Yeah. I'm almost treating them like paperbacks at this point. But anyways, um, do you, can you say that you're reading a book if you're reading a book on a Kindle? You sure can. Yeah, you just can do it. Yeah. But, what about uh, audiobooks? Audiobooks, I would say, yeah, I listen to a book. Yeah, listen fair enough. Listen to a novel or a nonfiction book. Um, yeah, I guess it's, we're, we're changing the definition of the word book. It no longer means a physical object. Yeah. Which is fine. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's fine. real, real interesting. Yeah. We should do a future episode of that, maybe number 87. Yeah. Yeah, we've we some got space up there. Planned up to eighty-five or six, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But today, let's talk about contracts, which we were hoping to talk about with Agent Nick because I had submitted to him in memoriam my screenplay um, that uh, is about a woman with a photographic memory who destroys New Zealand. But since Nick's not here, we can just talk about contracts ourselves. I'm not particularly a contract expert. Nathan, you probably know more than I do. But uh, it's an interesting subject. Anyway, this this, uh, this screenplay in memoriam, you know, I've been working on it for a long time. Nathan chipped in on it and helped out a bit too. 
And Thanks. I submitted it to a, a, a screenplay co- a contest a few weeks ago, so should hear about, out about that soon too. But anyway, contracts. What the positives, the negatives, pros and cons of contracts? Nathan, what what can you tell us? Well, I mean, the pros obviously when you're engaging in a contract with a studio or a producer, you're probably going to be getting some sort of uh, money for your work, right. which is good. Yes. You're probably going to see that work produced. Well, that's um, a big maybe. Yeah, that's a big maybe. It is true because oftentimes I would say about at least ten percent of the of the scripts sold don't get made. Okay, yeah, that year. Yeah. You know. So pros are financial. You know, obviously financial, Security. which is which is important. I mean, we need to we need to make some coin. You know, it is true, way. and Would I mean, be nice. I feel like we've mentioned on the podcast that we work at Firehall Coffee. We don't right. make our living as screenwriters just yet not um, yet officially officially uh, but legally soon we will probably it's in the cards and i mean we're gonna get there and uh i actually on my computer i do have my well did you ever hear about this thing that well this is kind of different what i'm about to describe but you know that jim carrey wrote a check oh yeah for one million or something and then he put that it was for a i just have my resignation letter on my okay. desktop in yes. PDF form, All you and have I can to do change the date. Yes, and I can just immediately when I sell my first script. Change Anyhow, the date. change the date. Cons, I'd say, yeah, to have to change the date because right now I have it for several years ago because I've been working on this plan Ten for a while. Ago, yeah, probably. yeah, it's more. It's actually actually twelve, and it's from an old job too. So I'd have right. to change the job. You itself. were nine when you wrote it. Yeah. Well, I've had this dream for a long time, ever since I saw the movie Hoodwinked. Oh. Which was kind of, it was a fun script. Anyhow, animated romp. Cool. Anyways. I guess one of the cons with a contract is that you're locked in. Yeah. Okay. And that's something that... You can't change your mind. You can't change your mind. Uh, You are obligated to, uh, you know... Let's say it's a contract to write five screenplays and get them all produced, you know, a la Johnny Depp with Disney. You're locked into producing a lot of content uh, with that uh, studio. And what if you don't like the people you're working with? What if you don't like your office there? That's Those are some of the questions that uh, you might want to consider before locking yourself down. Yeah, it's interesting because also as well, the screenplay itself, once you sign that contract, the studio can do what they like with it and change it. Right. And if you're not, if you're a writer-director, great. But if not, if you're more of a writerly type like us, um, yeah. a screenplay writer in particular. Auteurs. Yeah. Um, behind the page, uh, behind the screen, computer screen that is, you're... You're going to see your work probably changed in ways that you're going to maybe not like. And that's, there's yeah. famous examples of that. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Johnny Depp uh, and with Disney and locked in to produce all those films. And I believe that the Pirates films... Yes, written uh, by... I thought they were written by Scorsese, the yeah, first one. exactly. And I think that they changed a lot of the costumes that he wanted. First of all, they weren't in the Caribbean. Yeah, they were a different Hawaii. geographical re- pirates of Hawaii is what I've heard. Yeah, and yeah, no, it got changed by the studio, and uh, Scorsese said, 
forget it, don't put my name on it. Yeah. Which is why you won't actually see his name on the credits for, for those ones today. He did make a cameo as a pirate yeah. in one of the fight scenes, yeah. As he's, a Hawaiian pirate. As a Hawaiian pirate. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and drinking a Mai Tai. <laughs> yeah, he is. And on his way to go bowling. Yeah. And that's what a lot of it was, was just kind of the pirates were hanging out in Hawaii bowling. Yeah. And... It was a gangster, 70s Hawaiian gangster picture. Yeah. Which is, I would rather see that, frankly. I mean, that's the thing, is that these studios are afraid to take chances, and they're more likely to do something as simple and basic as Pirates of the Caribbean versus Pirates of Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaiian, the Hawaiian Pirates. And that's the unfortunate thing, is that things uh, always seem to... uh, funnel back to being about pirates on pirate actual pirate boats yeah and not I, the metaphor of pirates absolutely so. absolutely i want to see pirates doing other things yeah me too pirates um you know taking people's money on streets not just on boats on boats with the cannons we've seen that so many times before if you and if you've read that original script there was there was lots of moments where there was a shy wink to kind of what you would expect pirates to do like when they do go bowling they use coconuts as opposed to bowling balls yeah yeah and the pins are uh little hawaiian palm trees yeah yeah no absolutely um and instead of boats they're driving caravels yeah which are big what you know, people would call them boats, even though they're cars, but because they're so big. Yeah. You could barely parallel park those things. Let, let me tell you, I've tried. Yeah. I tried to, yeah. Bumping all over the place. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to Hawaii sometime soon. It's beautiful. Check yeah. out check out Kauai. It's the Garden Island. Yeah, I've never been. Um... So contracts, uh, you know, have some positives, have some negatives. You're going to see them at some point in your career. Uh, Sorry, just checking my phone here to see if Agent Nick has called. He has not. That's okay. We can connect at a a later date. He's probably, maybe he's talking to his uncle right now about uh, in memoriam or, um, you know, Maybe lining up a a meet and greet with uh, with the studio, some studio heads. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Hollywood producers are notoriously tough to get a hold of. So yeah, yeah. So this is par for the course. We better get used to it. Not surprised. Exactly. That's why we're not really phased at all. It's yeah. just a little frustrating, but that's yeah. Okay. We are we are a little pissed off, but it's <laughs> yeah. fine. But we'll be all right. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Give us an hour. I guess what we could do, uh, Nathan, is a little script surgery on In Memoriam. So here's script surgery. Character development. Wittiness. Grammar. Structure. Pages. Typing. All right, script surgery. You all know the story of In Memoriam. It is... Uh, about a troubled woman with a photographic memory who uses her memory to acquire the nuclear codes, which she uses to destroy New Zealand because the stunning landscape is too vivid in her mind. Her name is Memoriam. So that's the concept. Many of you have probably read the screenplay. It's probably floating around online somewhere on a popular screenplay website. Um, But uh, Nathan, let's 
break this one down. Is there anything you would change, you know, in the latest draft of In Memoriam? What are some of your thoughts? Well, I mean, I've had this thought the whole time. In, I just feel like the character of Memoriam isn't really believable. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me more. I don't understand. Uh, just some of her actions and the way that she talks. She, I mean, she sounds like you. And she kind of has the same oh, opinions, and she, she talks almost exactly like you. And has the, I mean, it just seems like better served that you could just make the character Ryan. Well, I mean, I don't have a photographic memory. Um, so then that huge piece of her personality were very different that way. I have a very, very good memory. Um, I wouldn't call it photographic, but it's oralistic. So almost everything I hear, I remember. Uh, so that's the major difference between me and Memoriam. But is she based on me? Yeah, I created her as a... She's not really based on me, but now that you mentioned I do see the similarities. She's a very giving and caring and generous person. So I guess I can see where you're getting that connection from. But the mem the memory type of memory thing I, I see as being completely different. Yeah, well, I... I was just really struck by it because there was that one scene where, sort of unrelated to the main plot, she goes and hosts a podcast with her right, friend. Right, And it becomes a smash hit in that podcast, yeah. Yeah. But she has to stop because her visual memory of the podcast booth causes her to have claustrophobia. Yeah, and it was just kind of like... the act two yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... I, I mean, I still, I mean, you know, you, I know that you deny this, but I do feel like the character of David is based on me, podcast co-host. Guilty as charged. Yeah. Guilty as charged. David is, is based on you, uh, but I definitely don't like that. Well, he's a good guy, though. I mean, apart from the, the shoplifting and uh, his ugly apartment, I mean, that apartment isn't... 100% based on yours, but I guess you could say it was inspired by. I mean, there's but, this whole part where where she leaves the podcast because she's too famous and too good, and I don't know, and then David goes and, and has to go stay at the YMCA. He spirals downward. Yeah. yeah, he does spiral downward, which, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll be fine once In Memoriam gets picked up. Um, I've really enjoyed doing this podcast with you, but if in, in memoriam does get scooped up and I sign a contract, um, we'll definitely keep in touch. We'll definitely keep in touch. Okay. But that was script surgery. Uh, so I take that as really nothing needs to be changed in this round. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm playing with a few details. One uh, one thing that we had discussed in the past is actually the name of the main character, which, you know, the movie's named after her name, Memoriam. The other suggestion that I've been toying with is Vividium, because it's sort of a play on the word vivid. Uh, that could also be her name, but I thought it was too too uh, too beautiful a name, and it would distract people too much. Vividium. And then the weird thing is I think if that happened, there would be too many parents naming their kid that, Vividium, which I don't want that responsibility. 
That was the script surgery within Memoriam. Uh, still haven't heard from Agent Nick. He's probably just finalizing some details right now on, you know, on some paperwork, etc., with his uncle, who is an agent. Um, I think Agent Nick. Yeah, I'm not sure what he does for work these days, but uh, he's bouncing around a little bit. But anywho, um, if anyone from Tourism New Zealand's listening, you know. Nathan and I are interested in chatting about in in memoriam or in vividium if you prefer. Uh, you know, to do a tie-in with with tourism New Zealand, I think it'd be a great marketing tie-in. Um, otherwise, I think we are wrapping this one up. Sure, Nathan, yeah. Anything to add on contracts? No, no. Let's just we can just leave. All right, let's. Wrap it up. Thanks very much for listening. It's been uh, a pleasure as always. Uh, keep giving us lots of positive reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And as always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. <laughs>